Well, hello, folks, and welcome to our podcast series, The Power of Storage, where we will take 10 minutes to explain where Dell EMC Storage fits within customers' VMware ecosystems. I'm Mick Turner, and in this podcast, the very first of the series, Ian Breitner and I will cover the basics on Dell EMC Storage Platform's integration with VMware vSphere. So, Ian, why does this integration between VMware and Dell EMC matter so much? G'day listeners and thanks for joining. Very good question, Mick. Everyone takes it for granted that their storage platform just works with VMware vSphere. And that's true today. But the most important reason is our customer needs. Customers want to be assured that their storage platform will work with vSphere. They don't want to spend time testing to ensure that their selected storage platform will work with vSphere. Are there vSphere patches needed? Do they have the correct array firmware? Do they need to run a specific version of vSphere? They just want it to work and have both VMware and the storage vendor assure them that it just works. And if they need support from VMware, the first thing VMware support does is to check that the storage array is listed in the VMware compatibility guide or VCG for short. If the storage platform is not on the guide, there is a probability that VMware support will decline the support call. I see. That's, that's great, Ian. But um, what are the specific integrations we're talking about? How do these integrations kind of better make VMware function within uh, our customer's environment? Yeah, good, Mick. Yes, let's identify those ones. We'll start with VAAI or vStorage API, which enables certain storage tasks like thin provisioning to be offloaded from vSphere to the storage array. This is more efficient than having vSphere perform these operations. The storage array is managing its drive chains and is able to run the needed operations locally. When VAAI was first introduced, storage array vendors made changes to their onboard array software to implement these offloaded functions. And this was back in vSphere 4.1 days. And there was another benefit from VAAI. It essentially gave CPU cycles back to vSphere. Without VAAI, the CPUs running ESXi would have had to perform these operations consuming both CPU and storage interconnect bandwidth. VMware requires that all storage being used for VMware is certified by VMware. Certified meaning that VMware approves of that specific storage platform. And this is done by testing to meet the VMware criteria for VAAI and is done by one of the VMware approved testing labs with the results being submitted to VMware for review. As mentioned earlier, in order to get VMware support, the storage array must be listed in the VCG. Okay, and so VCG. Um, I am familiar with the VMware hardware compatibility list. Is that the same thing? Yes, it's gone by several different names in the past. The VMware HCL or hardware compatibility list, the VMware product interoperability matrix, the, the systems compatibility guide, and it's now just the VCG. And Dell Technologies or formerly EMC has had all of its storage arrays listed since the, H, since the HCL first came into being. Got, got it. So it's a little bit of a, an alphabet soup. I know there's a lot of kind of name changes that tend to happen uh, within the VMware ecosystem. It's good to, to kind of understand those uh, nuances. But uh, perhaps you can tell us a little bit more about some of the other integrations that are very key from the storage VMware connection perspective. 
Absolutely, Mick. And the next one is VASA, or vStorage API for storage awareness, which is basically another set of APIs enabling vCenter to recognize the capabilities of our storage arrays. Things like RAID, thin provisioning and deduplication. Exposing its capabilities makes it easier for virtualization and storage administrators to make decisions about how data stores should be provisioned and maintained. Things like which piece of storage is appropriate for a specific VM. VASA allows administrators to intelligently provision applications, mapping virtual machines to storage levels according to predefined service levels, storage availability, performance requirements, or cost. There are many factors that can be used by the storage and VMware administrators. VASA also provides storage DRS with information that allows storage DRS to work optimally with the array. So if we need to move the storage around from uh, host to host, then we actually have DRS informed the best way to make that occur. And the way administrators use the value VASA provides is through storage policy-based management or SPBM for short. Storage administrators identify the capabilities of the storage they're providing for, to vSphere. Remember, storage admins can carve the storage platforms into different capacity and performance capabilities. And the VI admin can then select the appropriate policies for the VMs they are provisioning. And then SPBM ensures that the VM is placed on the correct storage tier. Now, I've spent a lot of time talking about VAAI and VASA, and they're the most important API sets for storage. But there are other APIs that are also used in working with storage platforms. VAIO or vSphere APIs for IO filtering, which allow for filters to be inserted into the data path of virtual machines. These are intended to allow the interception and manipulation of IO. This can be used to bypass some of the VMware storage stack, which increases IOPS, but probably more importantly, it allows the creation of granular replication policies for use in disaster recovery or snapshotting. Then we have VADP, VMware vSphere Storage APIs Data Protection, which allows the offloading of backup operations to the storage platform. And then we also have VAMP, vStorage APIs for multipathing, and that's used to control IO path selection from the host to the storage array. VAMP has multiple parts and it's part of the pluggable storage architecture within vSphere. The bottom line here is that customers can choose to use the native VMware multipathing offering called NMP or to use a vendor supplied multipathing solution called MPP. A vendor supplied multipathing plugin can offer more functionality than the VMware supplied offering. Things like load balancing or failover mechanisms that are specific to the array. And I would be remiss if I also forgot to mention the Dell Technologies Virtual Storage Integrator or VSI. This is a vCenter plugin that allows administrators to manage their Dell EMC storage arrays from within vCenter. And we should do a podcast on this for our listeners because it's a fairly in-depth topic. And I should also include the fact that Dell Technologies has support for the vRealize suite from VMware. That's a set of automation and monitoring tools for vSphere where we have Dell EMC storage products able to utilize the various components from the vSphere suite. Wow. Okay, thanks, Ian. So now I'm hearing more these days about VMware Cloud, VMware Vivols, VMware Cloud Foundation, 
And now I'm also hearing we're supporting containers within vSphere. Um, do you, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, there's certainly a lot more to cover with VMware. And those are very interesting topics. VCF and VMC or VMware Cloud Foundation and VMware Cloud are related, as is containers and Kubernetes. VMware Tanzu is VMware's nomenclature for the containers and Kubernetes support they offer with vSphere. We could spend more time than we have left on this particular podcast. So how about we just pick VCF for our next podcast and we can follow that with one on Tanzu. Sounds great. We're clearly going to be talking to you again. This podcast has been part of the Power of Storage and Power to Protect series of podcasts offered by Dell Technologies. And if you like this one, be sure to check out the rest of the series. And there are many ways that you can participate as well. The best ways to leave a review. Be sure to subscribe and share. Tweet out and make any comments you can. So thanks so much for listening. Until next time.